Hey, how's it going everybody? Gabriel Santiago here. This is the Speaking of Harmony podcast and this is episode 24. It's going to be a nice one because you guys have been asking me for a while now, a bunch of you actually, insistently asking me to talk about dirty loops and their harmony and how they deal with harmony. So you ask, you receive, you shall receive. There you go. We're going to talk about that today. Um, before we get into that, I want to remind you guys that I'm going to be live tonight again in my regular lives. Uh, on Facebook and of course here on YouTube uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, Central Time. So make sure to come down, tune in, and hang out with me. Ask questions. There'll be you know you know interaction and all that. I'm gonna play songs and you guys can ask questions and you know and interact and all that stuff. All that good stuff, right? So I can't wait to see you here uh, tonight. Um, also, before we go, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Activate the little bell to the notifications. This is all my social media stuff. Give this video a thumbs up. It really helps. And don't forget to sign up for the mailing list. That helps a lot as well. All right. Dirty Loops, man. Wow, everybody asking me about it. Man, you got to talk about Dirty Loops. You got to talk about Dirty Loops Harmony. Woo. I mean, I could spend 10 podcasts talking about uh, Dirty Loops Harmony. And you wouldn't be enough. You know, there's so much there to cover. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the wonderful Swed Swedish uh, group trio. If you guys don't know, please start, you know, getting hooked to their music. They're really awesome. Um, it's hard to nail something like that. People, people always want the recipe. Like, okay, you know, I want to sound like Dirty Loops. What should I do? Right? You know, what is the recipe of like? Okay, you gotta do this. Therefore, you're gonna achieve this sound, right? Then you're gonna sound like Dirty Loops. I mean, there's so much to their music and the way they're dealing with harmony that it's hard to just like nail, okay, you gotta do this, and then it's gonna do, you know, it's gonna sound the way you want. Um, you know, it's like every song, there's a story, there's a concept, there's a, some kind of a research involved in what they're trying to achieve, you know? But a few things, though, that I noticed from, from checking their music uh, consistently is that there's always a sense of hashtag voice leading in a lot of stuff that they do. And how do they achieve that? That's what I'm going to talk today about. They use um, great voice leading by bass. You know, they achieve by doing great bass voices. The bass moves in a very nice way. Uh, and also, also another thing I talked about, which is, you know, that uh, single note in the top that kind of like gives you uh, access to all this like non-diatonic harmony. You can use that as, a, as your uh, voice leading um a hook into getting all these chords in, right? So what I would love to talk about on this one today is this song they did a version for is the classic Forever Young. That's what I played in the beginning. The great Alphaville song, the hit, right? So they did a version for that, which is magnificent. It's wonderful. It's like super hip, the way they deal with the harmony and stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about what they're doing there. And to, to help also... I did a video um, a year ago about that, kind of talking through and showing how to play that stuff and there's like play-alongs and stuff, so I'm going to be linking this video as well over here so you can come down to the link and download the same play-alongs I'm going to be using and there's like a chart that I wrote with, this, with the chords and everything else so it's easy to practice with and solo and, and all that stuff. Um, I'm going to be also linking the original version, the Alphaville one and also the Dirty Loops version and then my video so you can check it out, right? So, Forever Young, I'm gonna play in B major 
to kind of match the same keys that their loops use. This arrangement is in C, I'm gonna do in B major, right? So the song is kind of like this, right? kind of take the song to like a minor uh, region, right? So they did. Kind of a G sharp minor. But you can still think as B major in a lot of ways, right? So we already shifted, shifted from like a major kind of sound to an actual like minor sound, right? Um, so here there's like a lot of like just regular tonal kind of scheme just in minor right just six right should be kind of an a major sound but they're doing this right so i see this as a, a b uh, major added four with the A on the bass. Right? What happened here a lot is um, they're doing the same bass for the same structure and that changes to say C sharp. So you can do that. And then they're doing this. They're doing sort of like an appoggiatura appoggiatura chord, right? Appoggiatura that I talked before. So this is like a bass is attacked in not part of the chord and then resolving into the wheel chord, right? So that's like C sharp minor 9, 11 with the bass on D sharp and then resolving into C sharp, right? So the attack is Appoggiatura chord and then resolving, right? So instead of doing like a minor kind of sound it's great right and then uh, later they did this thing when the song repeats the verse instead of doing all that again or repeating what they did they did this Five nine sound or eleven. It could be like a two five for B, right? 
right? But just like a two chord. to go to the chorus and use that, that actual chord to go to where they want to go right so the cool thing about that part is that the um, like the chorus of the song is in the original is B major right right but instead of doing this into this dominant here and then six what the loops did was I'll play slow so instead of doing then I will comment right the loops did super hip man so what they did here so instead of playing the you know the root of the chord they did a, a borrowed three chord so instead of you know if you borrow a three if you play a third degree here it would be D sharp minor right but then it did D major so that's more from B minor so instead of playing uh, B major they play D major Right, and then they arrive at this this five that the original song um, I arrived at. Right, I'm gonna be moving this stuff again, as you know, right? Because I have this play along thing over here that I have to <laughs> I have to play along with, and I can't play at that moment. I have to keep rolling this thing forward while I speak. So bear with me here. This is the perks of doing this live thing while trying to play along with stuff. Oh, the good order for you guys, right? So instead of doing this, this regular one to five, they did flat three, four, and then five, right? That's a cool way. But when they got to the dominant, they just didn't play this dominant, just F sharp. They, they kind of blur the line so they did this ad added fourth that really blur the chords beautiful like see? they put the B in the chord right so they did beautiful so they kind of blur that dominant chord right right and then what the song does is go to six, four, right? What you would kind of distill from what they did should be something like going into two, right? Using a dominant and going to two, right? And then this is just regular tono. with the third in the bass, right? So, what they did. 
should be doing this. But they introduced some other cool things here. So then this dominant to the second degree, right? This this cadence here. That's why you could kind of be inside that language, right? Um, What they did here was instead of playing this like a donut, they kept that same ADD4 sound, so and really blurred the thing again. So it's beautiful. It's like and then another bomb. Instead of arriving at the chord you expect them to arrive, there is another appoggiatura chord, beautiful, which is. Is that C sharp minor 911, but with the C in the root, go half step down, and that becomes a C major 7 sharp 9 sharp 11. Ooh. That sound. And then they play the chord, right? So it's kind of an appoggiatura chord that is forced on the downbeat and then resolve. So sounding wise, would be this. got to the other part uh, very tonal here in the original so what they did here was going to the 4 to E right but not the E they're expected because if you can see in B major They didn't. They didn't. Go, they go to E minor to the minor subdominant. So um, they did E minor, but not like a common E minor. He also did some cool. They also did some cool stuff with the voices. So uh, did E minor major seven, and then they did this cool thing. Swapping the, uh, the major seven for the six, which is I already talked about. Remember, creating movement within the chord. Major seven, six. They did this here too. See, appoggiatura chord. See, and look at the bass. The, look, look at this voice leading. Awesome voice leading. Super intricate chords, but the bass is moving, man. Look at this. The cycle super well voice led super super you see this super intricate chords but the bass is just moving smooth and another thing along with all the stuff I'm talking about F sharp it's everywhere 
that top note is gluing the whole thing together. See, I'm gonna sing that voice. See, it's everywhere. This is one of the keys. This note is helping with the voice leading because you have this note up in there and the chords are moving underneath it and the bass is also moving nicely stepwise motion hashtag voice leading super super awesome so playing that again will be chord because this is the chord the six but he does All right you can see this as an F sharp uh, added four or just part of a G sharp nine chord with the bass on the seven they went to C sharp minor and then uh, the song is setting up to go to the second part of the chorus let me Move my audio again. Bear with me. Bear with me here. Uh, okay. Then you're moving over here. So instead of going back to that, to D or to B, it goes to G, G major. That's a note of harmonization. Brilliant. He did. Borrowed six by G, G7, G major 7, instead of G sharp, right from B major, he goes from 6 from the minor, so it's a borrowed minor 6 chord in this context. And then this chord is either like you can see as an E minor chord or G over B, see, still kind of like tonal in a way, see. This, this tune could be seen as a uh, F sharp 89 over the third, or just that you know A sharp uh, sharp five, A sharp minor kind of sharp five sound. Whatever you want to, however you want to see that, uh, the F sharp is connecting again. And then after that, he does. like you know B minor six with a you know sharp five however you want to call or E minor that's how it's here E minor six with the fifth in the bass right so that whole thing has a great voice leading you know embedded here because you have this F sharp and the bass is going create another like a cool exercise right out of this thing right out of the bat let me show you this bear with me while I can while I can put this stuff away so we can still play this play along hopefully all right so you go so you can do a cool exercise of using this similar to one of the exercises I gave like a few episodes ago 
just out of these two chords, you can create like another cool exercise of this top note that connects everything and the voice and the bass moving. Beautiful. So, and he changes the melody here because he can go. So he does. Does like a little, like, little. So he changed a little bit for the arrangement. five chord that he puts the sharp the, the added four to kind of give that blurry and not really be like making a a statement on dominant chord like triton and stuff he's just leaving it and then that same minor four major seven six and then at the very end of that part he does this little Another great voice healing thing. The bass is moving with the chords and the F sharp is this united thing, the glue. So see the bass. Then back for the solo, right? So playing this whole thing will be. sharp again right kind of taking the song still keeping it that minor sound beautiful super different from the original right so that's kind of like what he does what they do in this in this course that's like really brilliant and there's another cool thing they do at the very very ending after the solo they put this like also this super hip progression they do this thing um, after the solo the song restarts here this super right A minor 13 11 13 and the bass moves to B see the score is just a passing chord B on the bass then C then I kind of revoice as this then D and then arrives in C sharp minus then they do the regular cadence this is like um, and then end the song is super awesome progression so the A minor kind of came out of in nowhere right and then the bit but see F sharp 
is connecting everything in the bass moving stepwise. Super awesome. Then another cycle. It's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant voice leading and the way they kind of found the score. So it's, it's, it's just a, a search into um, how we can put nice chords into these melodies, right? And not randomly just putting chords, but also creating a path, right? An alternate path. And you get that using that top voice as your kind of guide, right? For getting the voice leading like really solid so you can change stuff underneath. And the bass is also moving chromatically or in stepwise motion, but really kind of in synchrony with this note. And then all these chords are changing, super different from what you expect from the original song, right? So that's a little bit of an insight in some of the stuff that they do. This is by no means like, oh, that's how you do it. No, you know, that's a lot to cover in that. I just try to kind of go deep a little bit into one of these, these songs they rearranged to kind of see how they're thinking. So I hope you enjoyed that. Before I know when I end the video, I'm gonna put the play along and play a little bit the, the, the part so you can see. Um, and you can download that also in the description of the video. I made a video, as I said before. Go to that video and you find links there so you can download this uh, play along. We're gonna see drums and bass so you can practice. There's a version with me playing guitar too, so you just wanna solo whatever. And also there's a little uh, lead sheet so you can find and, and kind of follow the harmony. Okay. Before we go into that, thank you so much again. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, activate the little bell thing notifications. This is all my social media stuff. And don't forget to sign up for the mailing list. I hope to see you guys tonight at the live on Facebook or YouTube also and YouTube at 8 p.m. Central Time. I'll see you soon. And let's see if I can still play this stuff, right? And I'll play... I'll play that and then I'll play a little bit of the coda also. So let me see. Okay, it's gonna be uh, counting and then hopefully we'll play that. All right. coda so you get those chords when they come down and then I'll say hi for today and I'll see you guys in the next one for sure this is after the solo 
getting to the end of the song. There we go. Thank you.